and welcome to Just Another Liverpool podcast with me, your host, Stuart Jones, and my diligent co-hosts, Matty Wood and Matty Norton. Well, let's try and keep calm, uh, analyse uh, the Everton game as it happened, um, because I know these boys want to have their, uh, have their big rant on a, a few issues, so I'll I'll go through it like the key moments in the game, try and do it like in a chronological order. So we'll kick off with basically, you know, the early goal in the game, about two, three minutes in. Uh, Mane's goal, um, fantastic work um, from the team, really. It was a good team team movement, um, a good play. Went out to Robbo. Um, and yeah, great cross for uh, Mane to stick it in the back of the net. Just what you'd want in a nice, uh, you know, kicking off straight at the game, get a goal in. Um, yeah, what what do you boys think there? It was a, it was a great start to the game, wasn't it? But, get, get you know. Well, f- first of all, thanks for calling Matt and I diligent. That's you know, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, take that compliment. No, it was a great, I, I'm glad we've done this a, a couple of days later because I'm only just starting to calm down now. Because I was I was fucking fuming after I that know. game. I actually had to leave my house and go for a walk <laughs> to like clear my head. It was that bad. It was, it oh, was worse than the. For me, this seems crazy saying it, but for me, I felt so much worse than the Villa game. Yeah, that I did. No, um, it was yeah for different it. reasons, isn't it? But this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to keep yeah. it, you know, analysing the game. I know you're gonna, you, you know, you're gonna be able to have your rant, Matty. Yeah, don't worry. The fume, but yeah. But the, the, I just want to start off with that money goal. You know, right, like come straight into the game. Yeah, let's Great start. start. Go on. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought we started like, well, I think we played the whole game pretty much really well. But we started brilliant, and um, on the front foot straight away. And like you say. I think the combinations between Robertson and Mane was was one of the one of the big pluses in the game, and that that resulted in the first goal, didn't it? So early on, Mane throughout the game really, but especially I think in the first half was just in that yeah. unplayable mood, wasn't he? And it was a mm-hmm. it was a great finish and a and a cracking start, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I Look- think after the Villa, I think after the Villa game, we had to come out the traps, ball guns blamed, and we in sort of. Set about trying to make things right for that that poor performance. Yeah. Uh, Matty touched on Robbo there. I think I think Robbo's been, I think he's been utilised more this season than he was last season. Yeah, I uh, agree. Obviously, last season Evan seemed to go through trends. Where this season, I think, I think we're expecting to get a bit more space down the left hand side and sort of focusing our attacks down there a little bit more. And so, yeah, it's good to see. Yeah, okay, right. That was the, the nice part. Um, let, right, let's let get straight into begin. it. <laughs> so, yeah, about 10 minutes in. Um, yeah, we've got that from um, the set piece. Uh, Pitford, you know, in on Verge, basically ending his season. Um, yeah, go on, boys, take it away. Fuck off, Pitford, you cunt. <laughs> it's just dangerous. It's dangerous play, isn't it? It's it's just a horrific tackle. Like how he's not been anything retrospective to even come out now is just beyond me. Yeah. You never never mind out for the season. He could have ended his career. To be honest with that tackle, you look at it in slow motion. Still could. You don't know. Drop kick around the knee. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He's still got a surgery still, hasn't he? So you don't know. But 
it's just I don't think there's any I don't think there's any vindict, vindict, vindictive. But it was just it was just wild. It was just yeah, da- da- dangerous play, well, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just yeah, exactly it was dangerous play. Regardless whether, you know, it was offside or not, which I don't think it was in the first place. Yeah. The tackle itself was just horrendous and you know, something should in the game, surely VAR should step in and say it's offside. Well this is the me- that's what they feel. However, you need to look at this this tackle on the um on Virgil van Dijk. But, and yeah. There's so many elements to this, obviously, that the the end result of it being that we've now got this devastating blow with Van Dijk being out for the season pretty much. But what I'm amazed at is the incompetence of the fact that they've come out today and said that they actually saw they they looked at it and they saw the incident but decided to take no action on it, which I just cannot get my head round. Like like you said, I for me, whether he meant it or not, I don't know, but it was completely reckless. It well, was... analyse. Let's analyse that tackle, that that challenge that he made. Obviously, the balls come across. Is if when you actually you know, look at it, Pickford's not even looking at Van Dyke. He kind of like it, turns his head, and he's 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 got both feet off the ground. It, it so was, he's on. Un- yeah. he, he's not in control of his body. I, yeah. You know, I've heard this previous that, with red cards. Anywhere... It's he's not in control yeah. of his body. So. Where's if that's the red card? Else on the pitch, I think that's a red. If that's anywhere else on the pitch, I don't think there's a, a decision to be made. I think it red card straight it's, away for some reason because it's a goalkeeper and it's off. It's you know after the play's gone. Yeah, he just let it go. But that's the thing, okay. isn't it? If that was given, obviously, if it was given um, that he, that it was on side, they were going to send him off, weren't they? Because that was yeah, you know in that phase yeah. of play. Oh, he was it offside, was like so that, it was after that decision took that call away from them. Yeah, it? definitely. Then they hid, they hid under that. But the well, thing as well is, do you know, later, I, know, I don't want to ruin your running order here, but later in the game, when Richarlson <laughs> oh, gets sent not. off... Oh, <laughs> end it now. When Richarlson yeah. gets sent off, not as a tackle, Calm down, but the, the original foul was given for the foul from Yerry Mina on Manny, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. So that, at that point, you're saying the, the play stopped at that point, like the offside. Mm-hmm. Then how can you say that Richarlson wants to send them off yeah, because the play t- stopped at the free the, kick? The two Same like thing. separate incidents, aren't they? That incident happens. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's offside. Stopped. But then let's have a look what Pickford yeah. did on on Virgil. Yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's exactly the same scenario in that respect. I, I was just going to mention what I, I felt it was a challenge from a goalkeeper who was completely lost the plot in terms of his form and yeah. had no control, just no control whatsoever over what he was doing, he felt he had to be committed in the what was still the early stages of the game and he had to just wildly kind of take out everything that he could because he has to prove this point, especially against against us, you know, having had that goal a couple of years ago and the embarrassment of the the one that he tipped onto the crossbar into the Rigi. Things like that, I'm sure, playing on his mind. He knows that he's under He's under the microscope at the moment because he's making so many mistakes. But that yeah. that does not excuse the tackle and challenge that he made. It, it it's horrific. Like there's no getting away. And I cannot believe that somebody can do that on a football pitch and go un- unpunished. Yeah. Well, there's there's like some reason. Ta- I just Sorry, got, I, I don't understand it. Like yeah. the, for some reason, it's like, the it's rules like... are broken, aren't they? That they can't go back retrospectively and say right. 
look at the look how bad the tackle was. Look at the result of the injury that's occurred because of it, and say, look, we need to. Even if what like even if it's a three game ban, I just feel that something needs to be, something should have been done there as a statement to say, look, you can't do that on football pitch. You can't make that type of challenge so out of control that results in somebody suffering like an injury like that. Yeah. Sorry it feels to like interrupt. Go on, Norton. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say, sorry. I know you called. Really what I was going to say was because that's the thing now. Like they've set a precedent again, where something like this is going to rear its head again. What are they going to do? Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Because this could happen again, where it's a different goalkeeper. It's that kind of like passage of play where, yeah, it was offside. Keepers made a rash challenge. You know. It's coming down to individual mistakes again by referees. Well, because that another game that you know a referee could go, yeah, I'll have, I'll have a. Um, well, the VAR ref might even go, yeah, I'm not sure. Come and take a look on the um, on the tel- on the TV on the side of the pitch, and you know, let the referee decide. I, I like, think why wasn't that done? Why wasn't I, that I, done? I think this that's what should have happened. Is a perfect opportunity to, for. For them to look at and say, right, like, this has got to be the type of game where there's a catalyst for change in in two key areas, and one that we'll come on to later as well. I'm, I'm no doubt. Yeah. One being this retrospective action. No way that that type of thing can go without some sort of punishment. And secondly, the offside rule that I'm sure we'll come to. There is no way that that goal shouldn't have stood. Yeah. Well, the, just like... and that is a prime. That game is a prime example of how, at the moment, certain elements of football are broken. And yeah. like th- that, made me like fall out of love a little bit with the game on Saturday. Like, it actually, that's what I was more fuming about more than anything else. Like, you can w- you can win games, you can lose games, you can get decisions against you. Like that happens in football. Oh yeah, when I'll put this. That... Sorry, Matt. I'll put this to you then. Yeah. If it wasn't the VAR, then. And obviously, the decision went as it did anyway. Would you still be thinking like that? Do you know what sense well, I'm coming at there? Where the game, because they, they, the VAR wouldn't have ruled out the, the goal, would they? That's so, true. So at least there would have been one call that they they got right. Mm. No excuse, because you can't say issue with Pickford. But that the fact that we have got VAR compounds that one because they got to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. Just shocking. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You can't excuse it, can you? Because you can. You've looked at it again. You got someone sat in a studio with a TV screen. Yeah. There's no getting away from what happened. Yeah. Well, um, what I was going to say was like obviously the result of that Pickford challenge on Verge obviously affected the game. Uh, where you know the the proper result should have been a red card. You know Everton would have been down to ten men um, for you know eighty minutes of the game. Um, but the bigger result is that. You know, we've lost um, Virgil van Dijk for, you know, it's it's going to be basically the season. Um, and that, that's going to have a massive effect on what happens to our season um, domestically and in Europe. Um, so, yeah, we'll move on. Um, OK, the blue shite, they replied with a Michael Keane header from um, a corner. Um, so, yeah, we'll skip over that and then now, I haven't heard 
much talk about this, obviously with good reason, because the you know there was so much bigger talking points. But I did. It was about the fifty-four-fifth, uh, 54-55th minute where it was like in the middle of the pitch, and it was um, we were attacking, and Robertson had the ball, and then there was a bit of a coming together with about three or four players, um, and the result of that was like Robertson kicking out at um, I think it was Allen for Everton. I don't know if you guys can recall that incident happening. Is that a no? <laughs> I do, I do, but do you know what? On that one, I don't feel I don't feel like they showed a, a good enough replay. I know. But, but I'll be I, honest I, with I you, I, like when I first seen that, I thought he could go here. Because that was a it was a blatant kick out. Yeah. You see, I don't know. He's got that streak but I'd I don't know. We're got we're gonna sound like massively biased here and be like that, <laughs> that classic Arsene Wenger fucking line of saying we didn't see it. Yeah. Like, I just thought it was I, worth I, a mention I, because that did, you know it did happen in the game. You know that that could have been a red card. I think if Alan made more of it, it could have been a worse worse than it was. Yeah. I'd I'd have to see a proper angle of it because I remember from that incident. I remember he was put he was pushed. Yeah. I think he's pushed by the Charlton or someone. He stuck his leg out, didn't he, towards Alan? But I I don't really recall it being. You were probably still stressing from the Pickford incident, Matt. So, yeah, you're probably still raging from that. Um, So, yeah, anyway, we'll brush over that. Um, Yeah, 71st minute, uh, Salah scores his, um, you know, fantastic strike. Um, Yeah, just like first touch, bang. Um, Great finish. Um, and then a bit later on, uh, about the 80th minute, Calvert Lewin, um, byline cross, um, just like an easy header for him, really. Um, no pressure from Robertson and Gomez. Um, and then, yeah, we got the biggest, well, another big one was the 88th minute red card, um, Richardson on Thiago. I've heard that Thiago's actually getting the scan as well. Um, it was either today or tomorrow, so whether potentially he's all right. Yeah, he's doubtful for the Champions League, but I think he's it's not too bad. Yeah, Yeah. good. Um, so yeah, let's just go go straight to it. Um, yeah, 92nd minute. Um, you know, I was jumping around the living room. Um, you know, because I thought when Everton went down to 10 men, I thought. Yeah, we've got a we've got an opportunity here, and I did feel that we were going to score. Um, we did. Um, I, I'm fucking <laughs> gutted for Henderson. He, 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 he deserved it. What a performance he, he put! I know, in. I know. Yeah. I want to talk wait there, Matty. I want to talk about <laughs> players individually after oh. we get over this. Well, is it a bigger talking point? <laughs> I think it is. It is it the same? I don't know. Mane offside. When we just talk about why, <laughs> I, I haven't got a fucking like. I, 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 I'm not like, swearing. Matty is speechless. Human. But I, I don't know what to say about that. I, it wasn't offside. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't offside. That was, so many times. What bit of him was offside? You know, how was that onside that? goal disallowed? Yeah. <laughs> I can't see any any of him's on offside. I just can't. I, I've looked at it like ten times, and I can't see what part of him's offside. Yeah. Why are they chalking off goals like this? 
they need to change. They, they need to change it. VAR, that, I'm that sure VAR was brought in to kind of get you know disband these goals, these mis- blatant mistakes by referees where you know they were like two or three yards you know offside and it was a goal. Fucking yeah. man, man, he's not even offside, and they're disallowing it. Yeah, like, it's not line, clear and obvious. It's where the where the lines get drawn. It affects the you know if you draw that line slightly differently from a different angle, it's it, it's onside. I just can't see how we can give it offside. That's all. Yeah. It's just, I think, what, I think I think what needs to happen is if you look at some of the other sports that use technology, you go with the referee's decision unless it's obvious. Like you sort of said, there it's obvious and wrong, and then you override it. Yeah. If the referee says it's a goal. Unless it's clearly offside, it's a goal. And yeah. it, it works both ways as well. If, it's, if he gives offside, yeah, I'll be honest with it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of VAR. I'm a fan of VAR, but not the guy who's in charge of it because yeah, the, you know, yeah, it's how it's being used. Again, referees yeah. are making mistakes. Maybe they need to have more than one person reviewing it, or you know, maybe more of it going where it's kind of like undecided like that, kind of like. Calling the referee over to have a look at the screen, his opinion. Yeah. Um, Clear and obvious. That's what that's what was brought, like, brought that's in. That's what I mean. Yeah. Obvious. Just like there's just no that's excuse. Not, there's no excuse for no. for that decision being offside. It's a joke. Matty, you're very quiet. I don't like it. I'm, I'm, you aren't I'm quiet. I'm taking, I'm taking it all in, mate. Um, well, are you going to go for a walk again for after this? That, right. If you if <laughs> that goal, right. I bet you that not one, not one single Everton fan would have watched that goal, watched the replay, and gone offside. Oh, they must have been laughing their asses off. At that. They wouldn't. There was no way that they, any Everton fan would have even claimed offside there, because there is no way to the naked eye that that is offside. Like it is so bad. It's unreal. like even if you look at Mane's feet, his feet are like ahead of the two Everton defenders. It's it's the fact that he's kind of like I don't even know myself. Like they're, they're claiming, is it the, the a bit of the arm or something that that might be or I don't know because they haven't actually responded to Liverpool's request. That's right. To, yeah, Liverpool have put in a request, what, haven't what they? What the offside bit is? Yeah. I just uh, I, like I don't want to quote Paul Merson here because I think that's a terrible thing to do, but I, I'm going to do it. Like <laughs> he said, it's killing football, and that 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 that's how it felt. Like the joy yeah, that we all yeah. must have had in that moment when Henderson scored that uh, goal. Yeah. The last minute of a derby to win three two, we've you know, our most possibly our most important player has been crunched out of the game. And our captain scores a last minute goal at Goodison yeah. to win it. Like that you don't get much better feeling no. than that. And for that to be like taken away. It just feels wrong, doesn't but it? But don't get like, me wrong. If it was, well, if we'd done it, say like Mane handballed it, and um, you know we we got the goal, and you know like all them celebrating and everything, but then obviously then it goes back to VAR. Then that's fine. You know what I mean? We've like cheated. We've cheated to get that goal. With that, um, you know, the, you know, just going back over it again. It's there's like no cheating involved. It's you know we've. <laughs> Mane's kept himself onside. Thiago's plays a gained, marvelous ball. Advantage, exactly. Yeah, he's not cheating. He's not gaining any advantage. Yeah. He's playing by, by by the rule book to stay onside, 
And yeah, they've just chalked off a, you know, a fantastic moment. That's that, you know, that should have been like, you know, obviously this is going to be remembered now, but you know, that should have been remembered. Oh, do you remember that time when bloody, you know, Pitford should have got sent off. We lost Verge, but bloody hell, we got out of that, you know, like, you know, three, two at Goodison. Um, yeah, like Matty said, the captain scoring the winning goal is just taken away by the officials who, you know, have been given something that the what the word calls for. You know, people have got short memories. A lot of people were calling calling for you know assistance to the referees because they were making bad decisions. You know, in big games, but now they've got this assistance, and now they're still making bad decisions. Where it's like, I just, I just, I just, I just can't. Yeah, I just really can't explain. Can't you can't even excuse that. You know, like, or maybe something part of him was. You know, like something contentious. Where oh yeah, maybe there's like nothing. There's nothing they can come up, come out with that could defend that. Yeah, it's a bad taste in the mouth, doesn't it? If you see it and you can think, well, fair enough, he, he was, you know, was a little bit offside. You can let it go, can't you? But the fact it. You can look at it and you can't see why he's offside. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. that's the yeah that's the thing with VAR. Yeah, yeah. You you lose those kind of moments where you might celebrate something that's taken away. But if it's factual, you kind of hold your hands up and go, okay, that's the way we're going with football now. Like we're trying to get accurate decisions. Fair enough. It shouldn't have been a goal. Yeah. But then when you see something like that, you, you yeah you don't know, you don't know what to say. It's it's it it, it shouldn't be happening and yeah. it's. Kids, yeah, yeah not good. I know. Um, right, we'll pick out a few players' uh, performances. Then um, we'll kick off with the goalkeeper, um, Adrian. Um, his um, second game between the sticks um, in the league. Are are we are we convinced? It's better, it's better than the first one, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't. I just do not think he's commanding enough. No. Um, you, see, you, see, you mentioned about Pickford before, so that's like no awareness of what's going on around him. It's like Matty mentioned it, mm. and that's what Adrian's like. There's no awareness of what's going on around him. Yeah. He seems to like he seems to not know where he is in his goal. That's what worries me. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not expecting him to obviously, you know, to be like Allison, where he pulls off these world class saves. But you just you just want your keeper just to well just to have that confidence being a goalkeeper. Yeah. And I'm just... He's lost his confidence. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, de- he's, de- he's not the same... Key, you know, I, I, I'm going to like maintain the fact that when he came in last season, for me, he did well. But I, he's not that same keeper for me now since the athletic game. Yeah. yeah. You can tell his confidence has gone. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the first goal, I think, is, is saveable. Yeah. I think, I think uh, him yeah. last season probably saves that. If, to be honest, I think he was a good shot stopper for us a lot of the time. Um, he just, yeah, he, and he's making everyone kind of random. I think I mentioned on our little WhatsApp group, um, every time the ball went back to him, I was like shitting myself. Yeah. And if you, if you feel it, like that, you know, the it feel the same. Field, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially now that we haven't got Van Dyke, who, you know, who's yeah. that kind, you know, you can look to exactly your kick uh, other players can you know at the back can look to and you know keep a calm head. Now we've lost him, you know it's oh, you know it's going to be an uphill battle. Um, yeah, um, Trent um, for me and throughout the game he looked out of position. 
a lot of the time. Um, I think teams are targeting out that that side, aren't they? Yeah, Villa did it against us, and obviously Everton did it against us. And yeah, he's really got to up his defensive game, but then yeah. it's kind of like what kind of competition has he got? Obviously, you've got. So, I think he's pushed so far forward. Gomez is trying to make up the space next to him, and there's a gap there, and the teams are just going down that side, aren't they? Trying yeah. take advantage of that gap. I think we've got to. He leaves Gomez quite exposed sometimes. Well, he Gomez in a lot of one-on-one one, one, one situations, really. Well, Gomez, I thought, obviously, with coming on uh, to replace Verge, um, yeah, he, he's another player on low confidence. I thought he was bullied at times by uh, Calvert Lewin. Um, you know, like, uh, you know, looking at Matip coming in, um, to be fair to him, I thought he played well throughout the game. Um, because I don't, I don't like how sometimes, like you know, like um, you know, when the uh, team sheet comes out, and like obviously Matip's there. You know, a lot of people are like straight on top of him already, going, "Oh no, he's he's not good enough. He's going to make a mistake." Where you know that's where he's got to get credit. I thought in that game, I thought he played well. He was a calm head, especially <clears throat> with what happened in yeah. that game as well. Considering it is his first game since was it Leeds or something. Considering it is his first game since then, I thought he did. I thought he did pretty well. I think you're kind of spot on about Go. I thought Gomez did okay, but you're right. You know, he seems to. If there's a an area of weakness that the other team seems to look at, it's it's kind of like playing on that Gomez yeah. and Trent side, if you like. And I think Calvert Lewin for them had a pretty good game. He's in good form, so you'd expect him to be a handful anyway. But it seemed like. That for me was like one of their only threats in the game was when they were trying to play Long that ball, ball into yeah. Albert Lewin, yeah. and there was the, the goal that the first goal that they got actually came from, I think a through ball to Calvert Lewin, where Gomez had slightly kind of switched off and he ended up getting a corner and they score from the yeah. corner. So, yeah, it's gonna be look. I, I think we need to go and. Buy somebody in January, don't we? I think that's that's for certain. Like yeah. we need to do. Yeah. I think we need. I think we, we've said it before. I think we need someone anyway. So I think yeah. a big sign of a next one might be a centre off. So you know, spend a bit more money this January to get them in early. I think. Wasn't yeah. Good. Well, that, this is the thing. Now this is a real test, isn't it, for Matip and Gomez to kind of <clears throat> dissuade Klopp from maybe getting a world class centre off or getting you know. Kind of a backup centre off, so the pressure's you know, on for them too. Though, my biggest worry is not so much the performance week in week out; it's the injury record of both of them. Like, yeah. Matty went for a scan yeah. today, I believe, and he played oh, one God. game. At some point, <laughs> they're not going to. You know, one, at some point, next few games, one of them's going to get a little niggle and injury and be out of the team again. Yeah, I, I think at one point, you know, throughout the season, Henderson's going to be filling in at centre half. Because obviously Fabinho's the next one, isn't he? But yeah. then I've I've got a feeling Henderson's going to be filling in there as well. Um, yeah, well, actually talking about Henderson, um, I thought a fantastic performance from him. Um, really, really played like a captain. Um, you know, commanding, um, had that like controlled aggression throughout the game. Um, yeah, this is me talking, not Matty. By the way, um, I just thought Henderson. Yeah, he was class. Uh, really, you know, obviously should have deserved that goal at the end. Um, yeah, do you want to add anything to that, Matty, or you and 
hundred percent agreement there. No, no, nice, nice, nice to know that you, you know, appreciate. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The skipper. Uh, but no, I thought. Go on, mate. You know, how good is his passing though? Like, it, it, you know, people. Uh, Thiago, who was I thought brilliant as well, but people rave about how good his passing. Summer Henderson's passing is is brilliant. I mean, he he made that. I think there was one in the first half where he, he pinged it right across the pitch. So I think it might have been Mane or Robertson, one of the two. It's just, you know, it, it, some of his, like, his long-range passing, I think, is, is brilliant. And he just... The, the difference in that midfield between Saturday and the Villa oh, yeah. game was, mm-hmm. you know, huge. Yeah. I, I remember saying after that, you know, our midfield was non-existent. But I, I thought all three of them were, were really, you know, Really good. Fabinho, I, I thought was was great in terms of you know winning the winning the ball back and and then serving it to like Thiago and and Henderson to to work it from there. But yeah, I mean, just completely dominated that area of the, of the pitch, and that that was down to you know the the, the class of of Henderson and and Thiago. And I, I like I said before, I'm gutted gutted as a Liverpool fan, but gutted for Henderson as well for not being able to to get that goal in the last minute because he, he did deserve it from his, for his yeah. performance. I think as well, if, I think if Thiago and Fabinho played a bit deeper, it, it freed him up a little bit to go a bit further forward, didn't it? And sort of roam about a bit more. Yeah, um, did. Which I like. I think with, with Henderson, yeah. he's always had a good passing range. But when he's further mm-hmm. back, it's sort of playing like a sort of defensive midfield position. He almost goes into like a negative mindset a bit and just looks to sort of knock the ball sideways little five-yard passes. But he's, you know, he has got a quite expansive passing. Yeah. When he's further forward, he seems to sort of think more positively. Well, like what Matthew I like, there's a couple of balls. Yeah. Out. Well, what I've always liked about Henderson, like obviously when he first came, he, you know there was like a settling in period. But at a point under uh, under Rogers, um, he obviously was playing more forward, more attackive. And I think what what's a great part of his game is his tempo. You know, he he's he's always on the front foot. He's always like pushing. Um, you know, uh, the opposition. Uh, that that presence in midfield, um, yeah, I I I really like this performance. He sets the standard. Yeah, but he comes me, into like, the team. He's come. You know, yeah, it's one of those things that you don't you don't. It's difficult to kind of measure or see, but he like he sets that standard in midfield that yeah he's gonna go and like press the ball so like everybody else yeah. has got to do it, and he and he'll be you know he'll be telling others around him right. And, and, and controlling that that midfield and making sure everyone's doing their jobs, that type of thing is the type of thing that goes unnoticed as well as I I think it, like his you know I've said before I think his ability gets played down a lot as well like uh, it, the the technical side of his game is very good as well and I think has improved in the last couple of years as well but I think you mentioned there about him playing I think he's had a lot of good games deeper as well. I think his versatility now is. Oh, is definitely, he definitely, he definitely he did a really play. good job last season defensive mid. I'm not, I'm not saying he didn't. I just mean I like seeing him further forward because he. You're trying to criticise. <laughs> I'm trying to you. Makes a change from me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just mean I like him further forward because I feel like he can utilise his passing range better. Yeah. Yeah. Look, the, the one thing that's been consistent with him is is that he's he's a runner almost, yeah. isn't he? he? He's good at those kind of like energetic runs into the box and overlaps and, and covering full backs and stuff like that. That kind of like the yeah. stamina and the running that he has to his game well, has always well, yeah. been there. It's well, what he'll do is like he'll take 
it would take players right away from you know likes of Salah and Mane. You know Henderson might not even get a touch of the ball, but because he makes those forward runs, you know he's you know he's zipping around everywhere. You know it's up to defenders to kind of like obviously close that down, and it frees up space for the for the um, the other attackers in the team. Um, yeah, I, I thought Mane and Salah, yeah, okay, you know, did what they always do. Uh, I'm going to bang on about this man again, Firmino. Um, was he quiet for you guys? You're not talking about Thiago. Oh, no, well, gloss over Thiago and Fabinho. I thought, yeah, they played a solid game, sound. I'm just trying to pick out some of the players, um, you know, good points, bad points. Like, I thought Firmino, um, just quiet again. Not much yeah. involved Don't, in the play. A- I know he's my uh, he's my Lovren. He's involved in the play, but it's it's not enough, is it? You know, you you want more from him, really. He's a passenger at the minute. Yeah, he really is. Like should he should he be should he be dropped? We play Sheffield United next. Should should this be an opportunity for someone else to come in? I'd say yeah. To be honest, I think give someone else a go. Yeah, Matty, or are you happy stick? Not twist. See, I'm going to go against. I'm going to go against the grain. I thought he was all right. I thought he was like, okay, but again, and, and don't get me wrong. You can't just be thin. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Don't get me wrong. I don't think you can just continue to be okay all the time and like for us to just indefinitely play in week after week. But I, I don't think he would. I don't think he was bad. I thought he was bad against Villa, but I think you know yeah. most people were. Um, but I, I, I thought he did. All right, but the problem is, is that uh, the longer this goes without him actually knocking in a couple of goals, I think that's where the problem arises a little bit more. I do, I do think that's an area of his game that he could improve on, and that that kind of like final that final product. But I still, I still think, like I said previously. He's a unique player in what he does, and I still think he's he's crucial to the way that we play and the way that the other two forwards can can yeah. operate. That's the problem, isn't it? That's, I think if you if you drop him out the team, who you put in instead of him. But that's the problem, though, isn't it? You'll never know, will you? Unless yeah. you do give like some Minamino a shot at it. Yeah. Maybe I mean, maybe bringing in Jota and moving Salah or Mane in the central role. I don't know. Then are you changing? Are you changing the way you you play? Then, <laughs> like Matthew said, he's a he drops deeper to get them space, doesn't he? Where all three of them are trying yeah. to do a similar role, and mm. I think Minamino's the one. If, you, if you're going to try and play a similar way, I think Minamino, yeah, from what I've seen of him, he'll drop a bit deeper and try and turn on the ball and try and play yeah. people in. He's so, the most similar to yeah. uh, Firmino, isn't he? He's, yeah. I think he's obviously been. That's what he was bought in for, wasn't yeah. he? To kind of fill in for Bobby. Um, yeah. So obviously, Allison. He's currently out. Looks like Verge is going to be out for the season. Um, where's our season heading? <laughs> like it's a worry. No, I like it for straight me. Straight to the it, point, Matt. It, it blows everything wide yeah. open a little bit because we're well. Depending what happens in January, we are significantly weaker without Van Dyke. It's just a fact. Like, look, we could we could do really well without him, but. The, the, the figures would would say, with them, you know, before Van Dyke and after Van Dyke, there's a huge difference in the way that we we can defend, especially with balls into the box. What were the, you know, Everton's two goals yeah, on Saturday? Exactly, balls mm-hmm. into the box, and that's where Van Dyke is is like, you know, 
that's where he well, commands everything. So we, we are going to be like hugely weaker from that. So you do think it just opens it up a little bit more in terms of the rest of the league. And the way that this season's going already, you know, with these mad results and teams, you know, Man City not being totally Aston Villa top of the league with a game in hand. <laughs> Aston Villa winning four yeah. out of four, yeah. Everything doing well. Like, it just seems to be shaping up to be a bit of a a strange season. So I, I certainly don't think, you know, it's going to be one of those where we're looking at kind of the points totals from the last yeah. couple of seasons. Um, I think from our point of view is we, we've just got to try and get through to that January being in a, in a, in a good position and not playing yeah. catch up. No, because that, that's, that's the thing, you know, we bought in these two players to win the league, to win the Champions League because before they came, we were, you know, getting pipped to the post. And that's why we brought these two players in. So, you know, obviously it, it's like, you know, just reiterate, reiterating what you just said, Matty, that this is going to have a major effect. But then it's, it is, it's up to the players now. The players who we've still got, you know, still world-class players there. You know, it's for them now to get to January to still be in, in with a shout of winning the league and then go from there in January who we bring in. Um, you got, you got to remember last season as well, Man City lost Laporte for the season, didn't they? And that could have been arguably the difference why we won it and they didn't that season. Yeah. So yeah. it's, you know, it's a big difference of centre-half makes. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, you're champions for being champions, aren't you? You're, the, you're the, you know, you, you come across things as you go through the season. It's, it's how you deal with it and, you know, what what the team what what the other players do, um, yeah, we've got um, obviously we've got Ajax um, on Wednesday night. Um, we may be doing uh, a podcast after that game. Um, I know the the two Matties. I know the two Matties would like to do a Champions League podcast, um, so that might happen. Um, if it doesn't. If it does, it doesn't matter because we will be doing another podcast after the Sheffield United game on Saturday, the 24th of October. Um, yeah. Do you boys want to add anything to what we've gone over? Or um, ten, ten, 10 years. years. Still waiting, blue shite. Um, Norton? Yeah. It is funny, though. Oh, it? yeah, yeah. Well, they'll, they'll get big kicks off that off. Oh, well, they still like a, like a win, don't they? Every single tally, get a draw. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, the yeah. wait goes Keep on. Keep waiting. So, yeah, remember to look out for our latest podcast on our Twitter page at Just Another LIV1. Um, yeah. Goodbye from me. Good night. Thank you. Cheers.